Are you a new mommy? Are you expecting and looking for a community? We got you, girl. Real messes, real stories, and real encouragement awaits. Let's go. Let's go. And this is Katrina. And welcome to Oh Mother Podcast. We're so excited to have you guys here. It's our very first episode. Woo, woo. Yes, numero uno. <laughs> and we're excited to just kind of share about mothering. All things yes. mother. Mother, mother, motherhood. There's so much to talk about. Yes, there really is. And Bibi and I are experts on talking about motherhood because we do it almost daily. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> right? We do. We do. we do. And that's because we're mothers. Uh, so, Bibi, why don't you tell us about your little bundle of joy? Okay, sure. So, I am the mother of a darling, what, 16-month-old mm. son. Okay, wait. Um, I have to stop. What? So, you know it's my pet peeve when people... <laughs> Be saying how many like months they kids are. Cause I, I we'll see, and because I can't keep up. Like after about three months, I'm like, I don't like. It's not. Well, let me correct that. It's not the months. It's the weeks. Like someone's like, how? Oh, how many weeks are they? I don't know. Like eighty nine, eighty nine weeks. I'm not sure. Like, like my my right my child. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm the same way. Like I don't really know how many months like it takes me a minute to think about it like yeah so it's like that math is serious I'm like, in my head I'm like okay May, June, <laughs> <laughs> counting on my fingers I don't know. right I look know. they need an app to calculate like how old your kid is because I'm telling you <laughs> I'd be looking dumb in the middle of the aisle like um I don't know. She was born in July. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Sorry. I had to jump in there with that. But please continue to tell yes, us about your 16 month old. <laughs> and really, actually, he'll be 17 months. So he's roughly like one and a half. His birthday's in May. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been an incredible journey, to say the least. So, I know. Yeah. And I know. look at you. You are the expert for real. Girl. Too. Uh-uh, no. We were like, oh, it's going to be so much easier. Like, you're going to know what you're doing, and you're having another girl, too. Oh, it's going to be so great. I still don't know what I'm doing. Like, I tell yeah, you every day. You do. What do I – no, what do I tell you every day? I'm just trying to make it to 5 o'clock when Jerry gets home. I like, know. I don't – look, sometimes I don't know how we make it to 3 o'clock, but the we do it every day. <laughs> but, yeah, I have, I have two little girls. I have a 3-year-old, and I have a 3-month-old. And I know she's so fresh. She's so cute. Like she's, she's really getting pretty. Like, I mean, obviously she was gorgeous from birth, but you know, like once they get out of like that. (laughs) Right. You were on the podcast going gloating. Not gloating about your children though. You better. I am gloating. But you know what I'm saying? Like. She's become like she's not like a new she she's lost that newborn face. It's like she's filling out. Yes. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. So it's like I don't know. She's just oh she's oh I just love looking she's at adorable. her. She's just so cute. Yeah. yeah. So well thank wait, sorry, thank you. <laughs> but anyhow <laughs> but anyhow, beautiful people out there, all the moms and the moms to be and the mama friends and whatever yes. your connection is to uh, you know, children and babies. We basically just wanted to start this podcast because literally 
Bibi and I, we talk about our kids so regularly, just like our morning conversations or just texting. And I mean, it's really like our motherhood has truly become a part of our friendship where, you know, we, we knew each other even before we were married and now we're married and we have children and it's just navigating this thing called motherhood is so serious and you just need it is and you just need friends with you (laughs) You girl because i'm telling you it's nothing like having a friend that understands your struggle (laughs) yes girl especially as a mom i mean Uh we have we try to make time for ourselves so we're not right revolving like our life does not Revolve, like, well, no, absolutely You still need your own life. Right, 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 right. But, yeah, I mean, undeniably, he, they do take up a lot of our time. They, they take, take all the energy. way over. So, yeah. it's natural that, you know, we share that experience with each other because we have some of the same, you know, stories. And- oh, yeah. I mean, that's one thing, like, a lot, like, you know, since we have had children, we've had other friends to get pregnant and have children, you know, like, oh, what, like, do you have any advice to me? Like, oh, I can't wait for this baby to come. Oh, I'm so tired of being mm-hmm. pregnant. Girl, don't be tired because right. once they get, look, you can't put them back. And I'm telling you, like, you love them to death, but you will never be alone ever again. That is so true. Ever again. And the funny <laughs> is, like, I was just telling this girl that I know, mm-hmm. she's pregnant. Like, she's, like, in her last trimester. I'm like, okay. I gave her the advice you gave me. Look, take that last week. I'm girl. To do okay. all the stuff you like to do by yourself. <laughs> by yourself. And don't don't because bring it's never gonna be that way. Exactly. Again. And don't bring your husband or your boo with you. Don't uh-uh. Right. Like take right. some days. Seriously, take seven days just for you before that baby comes. Right. And do that like pe- that you honey. Get, go do it. Go you do want it. Ice? Go get Girl, it. Eat it. <laughs> you want that juicy cheeseburger? Eat it. And you want some watermelon? And you want some gummy bears? Girl, eat it. Eat it. You want to go see a movie? Go see that movie. I'll buy yourself. Pamper yourself. Take yourself out to dinner. I mean, even take, well, no, no, don't take no mini trip because you're too big to be driving. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, y'all, like, that's just, I don't know, just take it from some moms who know. But, like, with Kaylin, I definitely took my week. With Jail, it was a little bit different because, obviously, I had Kaylin, so I couldn't really be alone. But when Jared got home, I would, like, take some time in the evenings to do things that I wanted to do all by myself. Even just walk in Target by myself. Like, that was so, right. that was just, like, ah, like, yeah, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, no, motherhood is wonderful. It definitely has its ups and downs. And that's what this podcast is all about. We just want to kind of yes. share with you guys our victories, our defeats, mm-hmm. the things that we've learned, the things that we want to learn. We just want this to be a great community for all things mommy. Yes. And just, and even if you aren't a mom, if you're just like in a supporting role as a mom, you mm-hmm. are included in our community as well. Oh, yes. You are so needed. Oh, yes. You're so important. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So don't feel like if you're listening and you're not a mom that you can't relate because mm-hmm. listen. Right. It takes a village. Oh, yeah. So we'll be, we're going to tackle like mommy myths. We're going to tackle like shocking things that we didn't realize came along with motherhood. 
we're gonna be talking about body image and like feeding and you know do you go organic do you go natural do you buy that Gerber because it's quick I Mm -hmm. mean we're gonna be talking about all we're gonna be talking (laughs) about poo and throw up and snot and we're gonna be talking about the hugs and the loves and the book readings and uh, just everything wonderful and terrible and wonderful about motherhood (laughs) (laughs) make sure you I mean, there's a lot of highs and lows. Uh-huh. A lot of highs and lows. So we're going to talk about it we're all. We're going to talk about it all. Throw it out there. Right. And honestly, you can... yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was just going to say, hopefully, you know, <laughs> people enjoy it, you know, because I have, I'm like, no holds barred. I'm ready to tell everything. Right. Everything. We're going to tell it all. <laughs> so, and I was going to say, I was going to give that disclaimer, like, just, just, just think of this podcast as if you were on like a fly on the wall. Because we're just going to be talking like we normally yeah. talk. <laughs> Unfiltered. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be raw. So just bugger your seat. Seriously. Exactly. So we might as well just start at the beginning. You want to yeah. get your birth story? Or should I go first? Or how you want to do it? Um, girl, because you got a story, girl. You got a story. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we should ease them on in. Ease them on down the lane. Right. Right. Maybe we should ease them on down the lane and we start with you. Okay. Well, <laughs> my story was no walk in the park, but yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, you're pregnant. My due date was May 17th, which is actually one of my best friend's birthday, Kendra. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is going to be perfect. Like, he's going to come on my best friend's birthday. Like, that's so movie. Like, yeah, it is. Yeah. This is, it was like, perfect like it couldn't be more perfect you mm-hmm. know what I'm so i'm excited but you know third trimester you are tired of being pregnant right you trying to roll out of the bed like you <laughs> literally have to roll out of the bed because you can't sit up straight and you can't lay on your side and you can't lay mm-hmm. on your stomach so you lay like mm-hmm. you know but may 17th rolls around and my water ain't break and my baby was still in my stomach and I was just so confused. Like, this is not <laughs> this is not supposed to happen to me. Like, no, my baby's supposed to come today. So <laughs> come, I'm like walking and I'm trying to eat spicy foods and I'm trying to do all of the stuff that people tell you to do, you know. They say, have sex and eat spicy food. None of it works. The baby <laughs> oh, comes yeah. when the baby's ready to come. Right. If the baby's oh. not ready to come, then your doctor is going to be like, okay, we're going to take them out. Mm. So basically, my baby was a week and a half late. Mm. And I was all the way over it. But I ended up going, um, being admitted into the hospital so they could induce my labor. So I went in on the Friday. No, I went in on Thursday night. And they started the procedure. So the next day, I started contracting. And I had made a decision that I was not going to get any epidurals or anything. I was just going to do it natural, I mean, as natural as possible, um, you know, with the help of doctors and nurses or whatever, whatever. So I'm, you know, having contractions. I'm like, okay, this is not bad. Like, I can do this. Yes, I'm feeling all womanly and godly, you know. Like, <laughs> like yeah. yes, I am a woman. She is me. I'm going to put this baby out. <laughs> Girl, about four centimeters dilated. Them mm. contractions changed. Mm. I was like, mm-mm. 
Wait a minute. Um, does somebody call the person that's supposed to give me my <laughs> girl? Now, can you feel yourself like dilating? Do no, you, I like... mean, like you can't feel yourself opening okay. up, but okay. I mean, the contractions get a little more intense as mm. you dilate further along. Mm. So as I'm dilating, you know, more the contractions are like hitting me, like boom, like ooh. Mm. Okay, so I get to like maybe like five centimeters and I'm like, okay, yeah, this is like a no-go. Like I need an epidural right now because I'm in so much pain. Like it's not even funny. So they call the anesthetist or whoever does it. I'm I'm assuming that's what their title is called. (laughs) And, (laughs) um, And they put the epidural in and the epidural is not working. Like I'm still contracting. Mm-mm. I'm still contracting and I feel every bit of mm. it. So I think that's what added to it. Like, why is this not working? Like I'm expecting relief and I have no relief. Right. So it's excruciating pain. Uh. And they give you this thing called a bolus. And it's like you can, I guess inject i don't know the correct terminology but you can pretty much press this button and it's supposed to you know administer more medicine so that you know you can feel Mm -hmm. uh, the numbness or you can you know get a more of a calm calming effect on your body or whatever i don't know but that didn't work either (laughs) as soon as they gave me that epidural my contractions were like boom 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 and i started dilating like crazy so like it didn't even take long and i was like oh shoot i gotta push and just a little backstory like let me back up a little bit so before um like once i started dilating and i wasn't dilating like really fast um, they broke my water, and when the water came out, they noticed some meconium. Now, meconium can be dangerous to the baby because it's like their first poop that um, they usually have outside of the womb, but it, a little bit ended up was still in there, and they were scared uh, that he could like swallow it, and it could be poisoning. I know. Okay. So they were like, okay, well, we do notice a little meconium. We're going to have to have a special team come in, you know, once you're, once you start pushing or start laboring, like, to push the baby out. And I'm like, okay, you know, it was, I was a little concerned, but yeah. not too much. So fast forward to, like, I need to push. They're like, no, wait, don't push. We got to call our special team. And I'm like, what, what you mean? I'm, yes, I'm like, I can't hold this baby in. I'm like, no, right. So as soon as I said I need to push and they need to call the special team, it's like time slowed down. Uh-uh. And I was like, I gotta push. <laughs> and everybody around me was like moving so slow like people Girl. were putting on their gloves and I could <laughs> see them snap them on now how they tell and you not to push i thought like don't doesn't your body just go into like autopilot like you can't yeah i mean it, right? that's what that's exactly what my body was doing like i was like no i need to push because the baby is coming like right now and they were like no no mm. no 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 so they, you know, fast forward, the team comes, the doctor comes, 
and they're telling me to push and I'm like okay like I'm pushing and it's the most excruciating pain I've ever experienced in my life Mm. I mean just terrible and I could feel myself tearing oh girl yeah oh yeah yeah (laughs) it it was (laughs) <laughs> so I got him like my mom is in there my husband's in there Omar's in there and they're like you're doing so great and the nurse is like you're doing good and I'm like get out of my face like because she's the nurse in my face like look at me look me in my eyes and just push and I'm like lady <laughs> right Ugh, quit get breathing on me <laughs> breathing all on me <laughs> so I finally get his head out and then I'm pushing to get the shoulders out. And it's just like, I did one good push and he was just like, like just, yeah, like just, like just shot out. You know, you know the episode of Martin when the baby shoot across the room? That was my baby did. My baby shot out. They had to catch him. Uh, they didn't catch him? No, I mean, not for And I didn't know that once the baby comes out, like you have to push out your placenta too. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. so it was like I gave birth to a twice. Baby. I had to give birth to the placenta, Ugh. and then all after all of that, they had to stitch me back up because I had third degree tears. Oh, girl! Yes, mm. it was awful, and I felt every single bit of it, uh-huh. despite having an epidural. But you know, when I felt the epidural after everything was over, and I needed to go. <laughs> <laughs> they had to carry me to the bathroom. Look, you can't write stuff like this, people. Like crazy, you, just, you can't. And it's like it's so unpredictable. Like I mean, every seriously. labor story I've ever heard of, it's just so unpredictable. But you can't. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. You, no, really, you can't. really can't. And there's one thing you I say all it. the time. You're like, motherhood makes you a different kind of animal. It does. It really does. It does. But yeah, you made it through. You made it through, honey. And he's beautiful. He's beautiful. We just had a play date yesterday with another friend of ours. And it's just so, it's just so incredible. It's like, wow. Like, I made this little person. I know. That kind of looks like you. It's like the other parents. Yeah. It's just crazy. It is. It is. Well, speaking of crazy, don't I have one to tell? So, uh, fast forward to um, two weeks before I was my due date, the doctor called us in and she was like, uh, yeah, it was the first, with the first one, Kaylin. So the doctor calls us in and she's like, um, you're, you know, you haven't really been gaining weight, um, which was kind of typical. I, I, I have an anemia. I've been anemic since like high school. So. She's like, you know, we, we knew our goal was to have you to gain a certain amount of weight. You you are far away from that goal. <laughs> and because of that, <laughs> because of that, you know, your your baby's not growing, but you know, obviously she's fully developed. So in this case, we think it's better to just um, you know, gosh, I can't even think of what it's called, but like basically make you go into labor faster. What's that called? You know what I'm talking about? Like they give you something so you can go into labor real fast. Yes, you do. You mean like who? The only 
thing I know what you're talking about. Like, yeah, that's what it's called. Induced. I'm sorry. I just can't remember the word. Oh. Yeah, that's the word. Oh. <laughs> but we're going to, we're going to induce. Ooh, like, you're talking about right? She was like, okay, so we're going to just schedule an induction for you. Like, uh, I think it was supposed to be like three days before um, her due date. So I was kind of bummed about that. But I was like, I mean, okay. So basically, they're like, you know, let's get her out so she can start eating and then she can gain weight. So win-win. So I'm like, okay. So we go home um, maybe three days later, this random night like after midnight get up go use the restroom right see on the calendar like okay go into the hospital so they can induce me at this date whatever use the restroom go back to bed put the literally put the covers over me and I feel a whoosh like that and I'm like (gasps) so I start slapping my husband (laughs) I tap my husband gently on the back and I'm like Jared Jared my water broke I think my water broke so he's like okay well you know, the blog said, <laughs> you know, the blog said, go ahead and take a shower. Cause once you get to the hospital, yes, you better mm-hmm. be on the blog. once you get to the hospital, <laughs> you know, you can't shower. So I'm like, okay. So I kind of like sit up in bed and I feel another whoosh. I don't think nothing of it. Throw the covers back. He's already out of bed getting dressed and he goes, Katrina, that's not water. And I looked down and it happened again. Whoosh. Y'all, I was hemorrhaging. It was blood everywhere. I mean, it was so scary. So he like goes into like superhero mode and I don't know what he did. All I know is he took me from the bedroom. Somehow I was in the car and next thing I know, we are like just flying down, down the street, like running every red light and I'm just whoosh, whoosh, whoosh the whole way. Yeah. It was so crazy. So get to the hospital um, and they had me as a stat, which is like super, super serious. Um, what had happened was I had an abruption, so my placenta ripped, and it was causing me to hemorrhage, and I'm already anemic, people, so I already, you know, my blood is already, like, you know, I have low iron, all this kind of, you know, really, really dangerous um, for me, and, um, but the baby was fine, Kaylin was fine, they were just concerned about, really, my, my life, making sure that I was healthy enough to birth her, and so we did an emergency C-section, and when I tell you, because I'd lost so much blood, I literally, like, just was not cognizant of what was happening. I was so loopy. Like, they would ask me questions, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> and I remember even the nurse hey, was, yeah, the nurse crazy. was like, are you yeah. in much pain? And I'm like, no. And she was like, well, this is your monitor, and these are your contractions. And y'all, there was like, boom, 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 boom. But I couldn't feel nothing. I couldn't feel <laughs> So to this day, I don't know what a contraction feels like. I have no idea. Um, yeah, so, oh, girl, honey, you, look, it's blessings and curses, right? So, right, right. So, yeah, and, like, I don't want to be too morbid here, but, like, seriously like in the movies when they're like I feel cold like it is you get cold like I was so cold and not even like a winter cold like I was cold on the inside and I'm just so thankful for the team that was there that just really did whatever they had to do to like make sure that I came out alive and I hate to say it that way but like I mean that's seriously what we were dealing with yeah, that's the reason. Yeah, it really was. So, so yeah, girl. So they, you know, they um, gave me my C-section, and you know, they they put that big thing in my back. What's I call it? Epidural, I guess. Is that that's what it is? Yeah, did uh-huh. that. Like I said, 
seriously, I have, I was so loopy. I had no idea what was happening. So, um, but we gave birth to a beautiful girl and, you know, they, they cleaned me up. They sewed me up. And like five hours later, some lady comes in talking about, oh, we've got to push stuff out of you. And I said, you have to do what? Because I didn't realize like they had to get rid of the afterbirth. I'm thinking, why don't y'all just clean me out? Will you have me open? Right, right. (laughs) So, yeah, like, I don't know. It's just really weird because I feel like I just think that they were just doing the most. Y'all should just took care of all of that when I was wide open. So, (laughs) but every day they were like, would you like a Percocet? And I was like, what is that? And And you know what? No. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. I think that is absolutely crazy. Yes. So I was like, what, what is that? Again, remember people, I'm like completely out of it. So I'm like, what's the Percocet? (laughs) She was like, well, it is a narcotic. I said, I don't do drugs. Like, y'all not about to get me, have me on this opioid epidemic. Absolutely not. Look, look, they're trying to make me a returning patient. I don't think so. I don't think so. So the last day, though, like, my husband, Jared, he was like, I know you're in pain. Like, you need to, because I couldn't really walk. I couldn't do anything. I was like on a catheter for like four days. It was really bad. So he was like, I know you're in pain. You need to stop being so strong and go ahead and take it. So it was our last day. And I was like, okay. So I took it, y'all. I was like, hey, <laughs> that's Percocet. <laughs> I ain't never done drugs and I ain't never been drunk. But I'm telling you, that Percocet had me lit. <laughs> I was like, whoa, what is this? <laughs> Well, we brought home a beautiful little girl and, um, you know, it was, it was definitely a traumatic experience. Um, nothing like what I had imagined it would be, but it was definitely right. worth it. Cause she's just my everything. And then forward yeah. two years and 10 months later, this past July, I gave birth to my second little girl and the, the same, well, the same thing did not happen, but they started seeing similar patterns with JL like uh-huh. she like I wasn't gaining any weight so she wasn't gaining uh-huh. any weight and then they started right. noticing um like I guess my 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 liquid I don't know what you call it but the liquid that's in your uterus that's surrounding the baby yeah. it wasn't uh-huh. it wasn't the level it should have been at so they're like you know what we're not gonna play no games we're just gonna go ahead and schedule you a c-section and I remember my doctor that weekend, the weekend before my C-section, um, it stormed. And my doctor was like, you are not allowed to go outside because, you know, you know, like the barometric <laughs> pressure can make you go into labor. She was like, you are not allowed to go into labor. Yeah. You are not allowed to have this baby naturally because we are scheduling the C-section so that you can just not have to deal with what you had to deal with last time. So I was like, right. okay. So like, it was like storm and I'm in the house, like, Oh Lord, please don't let me go into labor. <laughs> but yeah, so JL, it was really smooth. I think that was almost scarier though, because I was cognizant. Like I was very well aware of what was happening to me and it just freaked me out. Right. But Got through it, had a beautiful little girl, and so I have two beautiful little girls, and sometimes I do kind of wonder, like, man, I wonder what it would have been like to, like, give birth, like, vaginally, but at the end of the day, what's most important is that 
the babies are here and they're healthy and they're thriving. Right. So to anybody out there who, you know, may be dealing with like a complicated pregnancy, like just, you know, trust your doctors, ask the questions, like listen to their advice. Like they're there to help you. They want to see you successful. They want to see the baby healthy. So just don't worry about it. And even like, I know we've talked about this before too, even people who choose to adopt. I mean, it's just like, you know, motherhood takes all kinds of forms. So it's not one way, like this is what it takes to be a mother. Like, no. Exactly. And I also have to point out that everybody does not use True. That's a good point. Yes. Some people do choose to have a home mm-hmm. birth with a doula and a, you know, yeah. a midwife. I and mean, just that is totally fine. Just do whatever you feel comfortable. The end game is to make sure that you and yes, the baby are Yes, that's healthy. such a good point. I'm so glad you that said that. Because I've even heard, like, midwives come to the hospitals, too. Yeah. 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 And they have birthing centers that, you know, are close to hospitals mm-hmm. in the event that they absolutely mm-hmm. have to take care. So, I mean, everybody just explore your options don't you know be stuck or don't let other people's opinions of how you should right birth your child or parent or mother or whatever determine your actions you do what you feel exactly is best exactly do your research you know don't go off of trends because yeah. again you don't know what's best for you unless you know all the options right so but yeah I mean those are our stories we would love to hear from you guys like share your stories with us in the comments or whatever make sure that you follow us on Instagram it's oh underscore mother underscore podcast on Instagram um and yeah we'll leave all those links in the bottom but I think this was a really great first episode we got a lot of laughs you guys yeah yeah, you guys get to learn more about us and i'm telling you we are wide open so you're gonna learn a whole lot more about us and listen our kids (laughs) are wide open too so we might look i might even put kaylin on the phone you know she loves to talk (laughs) right (laughs) so funny i always think about when um i asked her i said are you ready to be a big sister (laughs) not quite She's a mess. And look, look between her and then King Single, and wow. Wow. Right. Like, right. you really it's know what so I'm saying. Cute. Wow. No. Oh, man. Yeah. So it's all love and it's all fun. But mommies out there, just yes. know, like, just love your babies and 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 yes. be there for your babies. And you're doing a great job. We just want you all to know you're doing a great job. And yeah, yeah. So yeah. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Again, make sure you follow us on Instagram, O underscore mother underscore podcast. And if you want to follow our personal pages, I am at Virgo Honeybee and Trina is Katrina Katrina Mm -hmm. Uh, underscore. Right? Or is it underscore Katrina Katrina underscore? Underscore Katrina Katrina underscore. And BB, you are at Virgo Honey B. E E like B B like Queen Beyonce. Do you have topic suggestions for us? Reach out to us on Instagram and send us a DM. Then be sure to follow us and tell your friends. Have a great week, Mom. <laughs> <laughs>